0: Alright, what's up YouTube? What's up everyone listening on audio? Thank you for joining me today for this special episode. This is gonna just going to be kind of a, a short kind of bonus episode. I don't know whatever you want to call it for you guys because it's something that's been on my mind that I want to share with you. So we'll be back to our reg- regularly scheduled episode tomorrow. But today, it's just me and Cornbread back here doing the job of the tech guy. Thank you for being here, Cornbread.
1: No problem, bro. Yeah, man.
0: Um, what I want to talk to you guys about today is a couple of things that I have done this year to reject technology or push back a little bit on technology. All right? So these are going to be three simple things that I've implemented in my life that i uh, I wanted to share with you so that it gives you some ideas and maybe you can try it in your life because all three of these things have helped me just mentally you know this year first of all why why should we even why should we even think about or consider ways that we can reject certain technologies or kind of go backwards uh in terms of the way that we operate in comparison to the way the world is going, right? Why should we even do that? Why should we consider that? Why should we con- because here's the thing, man, all of these tech all of all of the technologies that we have now and all of the technology that's coming out, whether it's whether you're looking at you know cell phones, whether you're looking at vehicles, whether you're looking at this chat GPT this AI stuff, all of this technology that keeps coming out, well, it makes our life more convenient, right? So why why would we reject that? Why Why wouldn't we partake in that? Why wouldn't we lean into it? It's making our life more convenient, right, which should ultimately make us more productive. So why the crap wouldn't we just go all in with that stuff? Well, the reason is, at least for me personally, because I believe that all of this technology is making us dumb and is making us even lazier. So we think convenience is actually going to make us more productive, but in all reality, it's making us lazier. And it's making us dumber because we don't have to think. Like we, we we don't ever have to, the more we lean in, to all this crap, the less we have to even do simple simple math, um, simple spelling, putting together a sentence, uh, responding to, to someone, uh, I, I mean, it's even to the point now that you can opt into technology in terms of your vehicle and you, you, you don't even have to drive your car anymore. And so we are getting dumber as a as a species because of technology. And I don't I don't think that you can argue that. I don't think that you can argue that. I think human beings are dumber now than they were 20 years ago. Would you agree with that, Corn? Absolutely. Okay. So this is this is why this is important. Now look, you can take this I mean, you can sit here and think uh, we're we're not going down the road today of the conversation about like becoming some you know self sufficient hermit that g- runs off of solar power and grows and kills all all your own food like co- like let's be real, man. That's that's not gonna happen for ninety eight percent of of us. So we're just talking about simple things that we can implement. We're not so we're not going down that whole that whole extreme, you know, speculative ideals of you know not not even having a cell phone. Now, if you could if you could get rid of your cell phone and still operate your business or operate within your 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 job or whatever, that would be great. But for 98% of us we got to have a dang cell phone, man. So there's certain technologies that we have to partake in if we want to participate in in business. If we want to work and function uh, in in the culture that is. So these are three simple things. The first one, the first thing that I did this year, and I actually did it just recently, is. This watch here that I have on my on my wrist. I was running, I, I ran a hundred mile race this past weekend, and uh, the guy I was running with Bean. He saw this old. This is an old school, just an old school watch. You you remember those? They got the they got the hour dial, the hour hand. They got the minute hand, and they got the second hand, and it just ticks away, and that's all it does. The guy I was running with was like, man, why the why the crap are you wearing that old school watch? Well, this is a step that I've taken away from technology. For the last probably five or six years, I have been I have worn a digital GPS watch, okay? And I got to thinking, man, this thing, this daggone thing on my wrist. It's just one more thing that's always beeping at me, buzzing at me, trying to, uh, you know, give me give me all this pointless information and, and distract me. It, why am I freaking wearing this thing, man? Like, it's one more screen. It's a, it's a digital screen. It's one more screen that I'm looking at. And I look at this, this thing multiple times a day because I'm a busy person. And I'm like, here's one thing that I can, here's one less screen that I can look at. And now that that digital GPS watch, again, like all of other technology, it's super convenient, right? You don't have to think. You just look at that thing and it tells you the numbers. It tells you the time. You just look at it. You don't have to think. And I said, man, you know what? I'm tired of that crap. And so I got this old school watch right here. And let me tell you, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. It's one less thing that's dinging, beeping, buzzing at me. It's one less thing that's connected to, you know, some way to freaking track me everywhere that I go. It's one less thing screen that I have to look at and actually wearing this thing when I want to know what time it is I have to look at this thing and I actually have to do a little bit of thinking to figure out what time it is it engages my brain if I want to if I if I want to you know I, I was cooking dinner last night you know if I want to daggone time out my steak that I'm cooking on the grill, I can't just start a, a, a stopwatch. I've actually got to do some simple math. Okay, it's a uh, okay. It's seven forty-five. This thing got to go for four minutes, so that's going to put this here. Okay, I got to do some simple math. It sounds simple, and it is simple, but it's engaging my brain. It's making me think versus how I've been operating for the last five or six years where it's just convenient. I don't have to think at all, and all I have to do is push a button and look at a few numbers. So this has been a really simple way of going backwards, and it has really been rewarding to me. You might think this is crazy, and if you do, I would ask you to try it. If you're a runner, if you're like me, and you've wear this, you've, you've been wearing this digital GPS watch that's giving you all this information and it's synced to your cell phone and gives you all these alerts and alarms and all, get rid of it and go backwards and just put an old school watch that don't do nothing but give you the time and see how it subtly affects your mental state throughout the day, and pay attention to how much more it forces you to think throughout the day. It's very, very simple. It's something that we can all implement, and it's something that I've done that I'm not going to say it's been a game changer, but it's been a step in the right direction. So this is one of the three things I've done this year is going back to an old school, very simple watch. All right. The second thing that I've done this year, talked a little bit about vehicles earlier. The second thing I've done this year is I've, I've made my everyday driving vehicle, the vehicle that I spend the most time in that I drive every single day here to work, to town. Wherever I go, it's an old freaking 1983 Land Cruiser. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? I did that to reject this technology that is being built in to modern vehicles that is making us dumber. I have, we have a new vehicle. All right. This new vehicle that we have that I've been driving for the last few years until this year, you don't even have to think to turn your windshield wipers on when it's raining. You don't have to think to turn your lights off, you know when you get to where you're going, it, everything is automated. Now you still have to drive it, but it does everything else for you. The, and and even driving it it's like, it, it, is, it, it just basically drives itself. You just got to hold on to the steering wheel and it's going to stay in the lane. But it significantly decreases the input that has to come from the human. Now driving this old vehicle, man, it, you have to think. That's, a, that's the thing. This is all about engaging your brain. Because your brain is a muscle. And a lot of you guys aren't using it. And to be honest with you, for a few years, as I implemented more and more tech- technology into my life, the weaker my brain has been getting. It's all of, This is all about engaging the brain. So I've changed from a 2019 Chevy Suburban to a 1983 Land Cruiser, because I wanted to spend a lot of time in the vehicle, I wanted to be in something that's actually going to force me to drive it, and this is an old manual, right, so I've got to change gears, I've got to watch the RPMs, I've got to, every control and every function on that vehicle has to receive input from me in order for it to happen. Now, to a lot of you guys, that's going to sound silly. But I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, it has been one of the best things that I have done this year is go backwards and get into this older vehicle as my everyday driver because it makes me think and it keeps me engaged. And guess what? Driving this old Land Cruiser, I can't be riding down the road and I can't be on my cell phone while I'm driving. It's impossible. I can't do it. The vehicle needs too much input from me for me to be going down the road typing out a text message on my cell phone. It's impossible. It's been one of the best things that I've done this year. It's something that all you guys can do. It's something that all you guys can do. Now, yeah, have a newer vehicle to take long trips in. You know, stuff like that before your everyday driving, you should consider going backwards, engaging your brain, especially in light of the fact that I've heard rumor in 2026, every single new vehicle is going to be equipped with a kill switch. Yeah, in the name of safety. How about that? Everything's in the name of safety. So this is a place that we can go backwards, and it's been a huge impact, a positive, it's made a positive impact on me and my life. And the last thing I wanted to share with you guys, for the last few years, I have been using my phone to take all of my notes in. So all you guys that have an iPhone, you know there's a notes app in your iPhone, and it's super convenient, right? You can open a new note. You don't even have to type it in. You can just talk to the phone, and it's going to take your notes for you, and I've been using that for the last few years to take notes day-to-day, things I want to talk about on the podcast. Uh, I've been using it to structure my messages for, you know, resurrected when I teach on Sunday nights. that I, that's my been my primary Way to capture my thoughts and to take notes. Well, it should be fairly simple on how to reject that. So I've made a commitment here recently to stop using that notes app in my phone and to start writing all of my notes, to start writing all of my lessons, all of my thoughts, to start writing them on actual paper. And let me tell you, it makes a big difference. It, it lessens the amount of time that I'm staring at that dang phone, which I hate, by the way. I know it has its purpose. I don't like it. But it lessens the time that I have to stare on that. And not only that, but now I'm writing my lessons. I'm writing my thoughts. I'm writing my notes on paper. What's it doing? Just like all the other things we talked about, it's engaging my brain. I'm having to think about how to actually write each letter, how to structure a sentence, how to freaking spell all those things that we used to do on a daily basis 20 years ago. Y'all remember y'all remember some of y'all are old enough to remember that in, in school, y'all remember they used to teach you how to write in cursive. I've heard that they don't even teach kids how to write in cursive anymore. They don't. They don't. Yeah. It's because we are getting dumber. Technology is taking place of, of things that we should be doing as human beings but where we are sacrificing our own intelligence for the sake of convenience. And it's, a, it's, it's really, really, the, the longer this goes, it's, it's going to cause significant issues. So I got two notebooks. I have this one right here. It's kind of a smaller one that I can carry around with me, right? And then I have also, I have a larger one of these that's like full-size pages that I can use to write out my full lesson plans for Resurrected or if I want to uh, to write some lengthy um, thought or something on. I can, I use that larger notebook. So I went out to the dang bookstore and I bought two notebooks and this is where I take my notes at. Instead of that dang app on my phone. So now is the time for those of us who are aware of the fact that we as a species are becoming dumber. Now is the time for us to reject these certain technologies, to go back to the old ways and to accept a little inconvenience in our life for the sake of our our mental health and our intelligence and start changing things up. So here's what's going to happen if you choose to do this. See, the rest of the 98% as the future unfolds, And as the AI becomes more and more and as these electric vehicles that drive yourself become more and more and as technology in your phone and microchips and watches and eventually this crap's going to be implanted into your daggone body, the rest of the 98% are going to go that way. They're going to keep leaning into that. And those of us who use discretion and choose to reject these certain technologies strategically, we are going to be more intelligent. We're going to be able to think better, perform better, make decisions better than the rest of the people around us who are just drinking in technology freaking wholesale as fast as they can get it. And guess what happens? When you wind up being a little sharper, a little more intelligent, a little better thinker than 98, the 98% of the rest of people who are in the same business as you, who are in your, in your community, who are your competitors, because you've made these switches, because you've accepted these inconveniences for the sake of your intelligence, you are going to be able to win very very easily as the rest of the world gets dumber and you've maintained your baseline of human intelligence you are going to be able to win and crush your competition this is important and I do not think it's a strategy that's being discussed anywhere So those are the three things that I've done. If you guys have done things in your life to reject these certain technologies, when this video posts, drop them in the comment, man, in the comment section, because I want to continue on this trajectory um, of cutting things out of my life that provide convenience but ultimately make me dumber. And these are simple things. Get an old school watch. Think about getting an old school vehicle. Think about writing your dang notes on real paper with a pen or pencil. Something that we could all do literally today. That's going to put us ahead of the rest of the freaking sheep that are walking around in the world right now. You got anything to add to this, Cornbread? Well, I think, you know... <clears throat>
1: The social aspect of it from the very beginning, especially with children coming up and young adults, you know, it's nobody's even arm length away now. They all talk through Facebook and Snapchat and and whatnot, and face-to-face contact is secondary. Big time. Maybe even further down the line than that, uh, and I think that's, you isol- you isolate yourself and you learn everything you know from Google. You don't talk to... Someone who was an ex-Navy SEAL. You don't talk to someone who's been a school teacher for 30 years. You don't talk to someone who's worked in a rock quarry most of their life. You don't talk to somebody that's been a lawyer. You, you learn it all straight from Google. Yeah. And that's dangerous, dude. When you don't know who's writing what's right, mm. that's going to that's gonna get you. Yep. Sooner or later, that's going to get you. Yep. Um, there's a lot of people on here talking. They've went to CARS with uh no emissions, which is pretty interesting to me emissions being a uh, some other type of tax for you to even drive a new vehicle but a lot of people's even went back to driving vehicles that don't require an emission.
0: yeah if you go back beyond a certain year yeah yeah the vehicle doesn't require emissions that's yeah. exactly right yeah but a lot of
1: people noticed your watch of quite a few people noticed it right off the bat that you had on I, I found that pretty interesting that everybody's used I got a Apple watch on myself. Yep. Everybody's used to seeing the digital screen watches now. I know, man. I know. It's, a, it's such a big shift, man. And an interesting thing, going to the cursive thing real quick, Adam wrote on here that our Constitution hmm. is wrote in cursive. Yeah. I've got two sons. One's 22. They'll be 23 and 20 in a month, and they can't write in cursive. They was not taught in school. Uh, somebody might say, "Well, it's easy to read in cursive. You don't have to write it to be able to read it." I don't know if that's true. Could they actually read the Constitution not being able to write in cursive?
0: That's a good point. And yeah. and and how long? I mean, how long is it going to be until there's no one left who could read that document? It's literally a, a foreign language. It becomes a a foreign yeah. text. Yeah. Right? It's uh that that's a good point, man. It's it's and and the point on you talking about face-to-face interaction and where are we getting our information it from? Are we getting it from conversations that we have with people who are speaking from experience or are we getting it all of our information from something that we look up online? And that information can be manipulated, can be written by whoever. How do you know where that crap's coming from, man? So it's influencing your literal worldview. But, when you know, if if you want to... So it's made me think about something I'm, I'm at in my life right now, Corn. I want some cows, man. So I can go online... And I can find all this stuff about cows, or I can go talk to somebody who's been raising cows for 30 years. Now, where do you think I'm going to get the more accurate information? Yeah,
1: from the people that's
0: raising. From the man that's been raising cows for 30 freaking years. Absolutely. But nobody does that anymore. Nope. You know? And that's one of the best things about our gym, man. You know, that's one of my favorite parts about our gym. That is a part of my day. Where I have to go and have face-to-face interaction and conversations with real people. Right. About real things. It's like it forces me into that environment. Yeah. So, that's really important. All right, guys. I'll, uh, I'll wrap it up here. If you got anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody. Uh, if you guys don't know, all of this stuff that we do here, it exists because of you guys. And because you guys have not only tuned in, but because of you guys that share the information. That's the only way anything grows. The only way the word gets out is word of mouth, especially here on the podcast. The podcast, we've been doing this for years, man, and it has grown by word of mouth, period. And so it means a lot for you guys to share this with someone in your life that's important to you if you got anything out of it, man. So I love you guys. Lord willing, we'll catch y'all tomorrow morning. Enough said.